Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here, and today I want to talk about how to opt out of toxicity in your relationships. And today we're going to focus on toxic friendship. I've talked about this before, but I want to circle back around and really think about and unpack how much having uneven, non-reciprocal friends in our life, even toxic people in our lives, can have an impact on our well-being and can keep us stuck in the struggle. And of course, I want to revisit how to maintain and build healthy friendships. Again, our inheritance is community. And so much of the community is who we uplift, who we spend time with, who we trust with our vulnerable parts. So it's really important that we have the right people in our community to really access the richness of that inheritance. One thing I know about us as Black women is that our friendships can be our rocks. They can be people that can make all the difference in our successes, in our struggles. Who is there around us makes so much of an impact. But also, because we are Black women and we desire community, there may be times that we have people in our company that may not need to be there or that we need to rethink what place they take in our lives. So today we're going to revisit the signs of an uneven friendship or a toxic friendship. We're going to revisit how to set boundaries in a way that will definitely have a huge impact on the relationships you have for the better. And then we're going to talk about, well, in the absence of toxic friends, in the absence of non-reciprocal relationships, How do we find the right people to be in our community? How do we put that energy out and receive those people in? And as always, I will leave you with a practice that you can start right now to do to help you develop healthy, nourishing friendships. So let's first start with what are the signs of a toxic or uneven friendship? And the fact is, is uneven, non-reciprocal relationships can show up in many different ways. But here's some practical ones. Perhaps you are constantly engaged in one-sided conversations. And I want to be clear, every once in a while, it just has to be someone else's turn. We might have friends who are going through a crisis or a moment, and they just need to spill and get it off their chest what's going on in their lives. And that is totally fine. But are there people in your life where there is never room for you to express yourself or be heard? Are you constantly calling someone a friend who dominates the conversation and never even asks how you're doing? This may be a sign that you're in an uneven, non-reciprocal, and potentially toxic friendship. The second way to figure this out is we talked about this before in another podcast called Opt Into Reciprocity, is not having reciprocity in your friendship. That means that there's one person constantly taking in the friendship dynamic, 
right? They're never initiating plans or they're not emotionally available. If you need support, you know you cannot call that person. That may be a sign that you were engaged in at minimal an uneven friendship, potentially a toxic one. Another thing to look out for, and this is really important we talk about building community, is power imbalance. And let me unpack what that might mean. What I mean by power imbalance is, is like what happens if one person has more power in the friendship. For example, one person has more money or one person may be perceived as more successful. And I want to be clear when I say that just because somebody in your friendship group has more money or maybe the superstar of the crew does not automatically mean that there's a power imbalance or that the friendship is somehow negative. What is concerning though is when you feel like you have resentment toward that person or you feel inferior. And more importantly, if they make you feel that way, we've talked about before opting out of feeling resentful, that that just takes a place in your life that erodes any potential for joy and delays you accessing that inheritance and keeps you locked in struggle. So there may be times where we just have to work on that within ourselves. But when we're talking about a person in our lives who throws that in our face, right? We're talking about people who are successful, quote unquote, who are financially perhaps more stable or have more resources in different ways. And instead of being generous with that or modest with that, they use it to make you feel less than. Hey, Kelly here. Are you following us on social? If not, what are you waiting for? Let's keep the conversation going. On Instagram and TikTok, it's at Black Girl Burnout. And on Twitter, it's BLK Girl Burnout. And of course, there's our website, blackgirlburnout.com. Connect with us there. All right, now back to the episode. Everything is up in flames. I said all that I have to say. Black representation in media means everything to me. Black Girl Burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done. With Black stories, Black truths, you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts.
I don't know about you, but I have opted out of struggle when it comes to meal prepping and eating high quality food. With ButcherBox, you get incredible deals on premium cuts. Deals as good or hard to come by at the grocery store. I know for myself, I do not like having to plan out everything I eat and then also be concerned about the quality of what I'm eating. When it comes to ButcherBox, it means less trips to the grocery store for me. It means knowing immediately in my freezer what's available and feeling confident about what's in there. It's about the value that ButcherBox offers. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com BGB and use code BGB to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Another sign is inconsistency. You have people in your life who only reach out when they need something, can never be relied upon, constantly does not show up for you in all the ways that you need. And last, a big sign is if somebody engages in manipulation, that they mess with your emotions, they they make you feel like you're the problem in the relationship, or they make you feel guilty if you try to tell them, hey, I really feel like we have like an uneven friendship here, and they turn around on you and blame you. Why am I talking about these signs? Because not being able to recognize when you have people close in your energy, close in your, your life, can take a huge toll and can directly contribute to burnout. All of you who listen to this podcast are, I know you're high achieving. I know that you are beautiful, incredible Black women. But the difficulty with being that person is sometimes there's people in your life that you are extending your energy to that are not in a position to either respectfully receive or happily receive the beautiful energy and time you're giving to them, or may in fact be resentful and toxic or negative. They may be abusing the generosity that you are giving. And when that happens, it causes a level of emotional exhaustion and pain that is like no other. I've done an episode about heartbreak before, but I don't think I've delved into just how painful friendship heartbreak can be. How painful it is when our friends betray us or hurt us. They don't show up or they emotionally damage us. And so recognizing early on when your friendships are not reciprocal or even, when they may even be toxic, can save you so much down the line of stress and anxiety, of doubting yourself, and having these uneven friendships can even play a role in burnout. So let's say that you are experiencing or realizing, "Uh uh-oh, I think I may have some friendships in my life that are uneven. How can I begin to balance things out? How can I begin to address some of the toxicity that may be in my friendships? And how can I correct it potentially or release people in my life that are not ultimately good for me? I want to be clear because one of the unique things about our community is that we have such large capacity for grace and forgiveness of others. We forgive, particularly as Black women, over and over and over again. 
And I love that about us. But it also is important that while we're extending generosity and grace and forgiveness and second and third and fourth chances, that we are not doing it ultimately at our spiritual, emotional, and sometimes physical expense. So in order to kind of correct things, it doesn't always mean that you need to get rid of your friends. It just may mean that you need to change the dynamic you have with them. And it all starts with being really clear about your needs and your priorities. I had this really powerful conversation with a friend and we talked about the real litmus test of knowing who was good in my life became less about who was there for me when I was struggling and more about who was there for me when I was thriving. And this person agreed with me. They said, yeah, I never had thought about that until my life started getting better and I started engaging in healing work. And then I realized that some of my friends were really good for me in a crisis. They were like the first person there when I was struggling. But when things were going good, they had an intolerance for my joy. They couldn't tolerate it. And so understanding your needs and priorities, affirmatively thinking about not just having a friend in need, but having a friend in joy. Who are your friends in joy? Who are the people that you cannot wait to tell good news to? Strengthen those relationships. Communicate clearly with people who you feel like things have gotten off course or the relationship is not reciprocal or even. You need to communicate them clearly to people. Once you're aware of what is important to you and what your needs and priorities are, that you need a friend in joy as much as you need a friend in times of struggle or difficulty, tell your friends that. Make having a friend of joy a non-negotiable. Like you just need people in your life who support you. And something that you may not think about is the importance of practicing self-care as a part of setting boundaries with your friends. This means that there are times where you just need to shut off the phone. I know we as Black women can get into patterns of struggle. And a common pattern of struggle that we get into is always being available to everyone but ourselves. It is wonderful that you want to be there for your friends. But having a 24-7, 365-day hotline is a recipe for burnout. Because sometimes what that attracts is people in our lives who are constantly going to call that hotline. Setting boundaries and saying, I'm going to take priority now. My sleep is number one now. I'm trying to work on that. If that's the case, then you need to turn your phone off. Hit silent. Program certain friends and people and family members like a top four group of people that if they call you, it, it disrupts your, your offline status on your phone. But do not extend it to the world. Do not extend it to every friend you have. And sometimes a part of setting boundaries is letting friendships go. And it's really important that sometimes friends naturally, I will tell you from my experience and from others, that a lot of times once you get healthy and clear about who you are and what you want in your life, your friends will rise to the occasion or fall away. The friends who cannot tolerate you in a season of joy will disappear from your life. And my advice to you is let them. 
Do not fight to hold on to people who cannot celebrate your joy. And more importantly, do not allow people who cannot tolerate your joy in your life. Take it as a gift. I will tell you some of the most painful moments in my life have been friendship breakups. But I have always realized on the other side of the breakup, much like you often do with a romantic partner, that it was for the best and that what was causing me pain was fighting for a friendship that did not bring me joy, that could not be healing or supportive. Learn to let go of people who are already letting you go and know that it is for the best. So now that we've talked about how to set boundaries and how to recognize when we're in potentially toxic or uneven friendships, it's really important that we then talk about how to find, on the contrast, supportive and healthy friends. The first thing you can do is think about your life and where you are meeting people in general, where you are having your biggest social interactions. Perhaps it's at work, wherever it is. Start investing and thinking about who are the people that you have the most contact with and are they people who tolerate your joy? Are they excited and supportive of you? Or are they people who drain you? And finding supportive friendships can be a simultaneously difficult and easy task. So I say that in the sense of never before have we been able to connect with people from every part of the world in seconds. Your pool of friends is global. However, it also can be difficult to find quality friends. So maybe we have more quantity, but quality may be difficult to find. And that is a process and it's not always an easy one. And you will find, I know at least I found in my case as I've gotten older that I have less friends, but the quality of those friends is top notch. And the other pieces, I've allowed myself to have friends or to have people in my support network that are in a virtual space. I have people I talk with with regularity that I feel I can be a level vulnerable with, that I feel like I can connect with and celebrate their wins as much as they celebrate mine, who don't live near me. It may be that our connections are over Zoom or Google or some other kind of virtual setting, FaceTime. But Those relationships are high quality, even though they may not be in my own backyard. So some creativity may be required to find supportive friendships, but understanding again what you need in a friend, you should be willing and contemplate expanding the boundaries of what that might look like. And also open yourself up to the fact that every friend may not be everything. You could have a great community of friends that all bring something different to the table. You may have friends who are really great for professional guidance and mentorship. You may have friends that are really great if you have children that help you figure out how to handle kids or swap out play dates. You may have friends that are just there for laughs and nothing more. But having an idea and a category of what friend goes where can help you building a rich and beautiful community. And when all else fails, think about joining social clubs or groups, networking events, volunteering, thinking about taking classes of something that may interest you. Think about those ways to find supportive friends. 
And remember to build friendships and supportive community with people who celebrate your joy as much as they celebrate your struggle. So we've talked about how to find supportive friends, how to set boundaries when we experience or recognize toxicity in our friendship groups, and how to even know what should be the things we look out for when we're dealing with uneven or toxic friendships. So what is your healing practice for today? Well, hopefully it's a pretty simple one. I want you to spend time doing a kind of friend inventory. Think about the people you spend the most time with or that you call friends. Those folks, do an inventory and think about who sparks joy in your life, who lights you up, who makes you excited and happy, and take notice of who may be feeling draining. And if you feel that someone's in the draining category, think about if this is just a season of the life that they're in, something tragic has happened, and they're having a really bad time of it. Or think about if this is something that continuously happens, that you feel more trained by that person than supported or upbuilt. Do this friend inventory and then practice some of the setting boundary techniques we talked about and see if that helps. And for your friends who bring a smile to your face, your assignment is to pick one and make some time. Thank them for being your friend. Reach out to them. Tell them how much you love them. Those small little things that you do can go a long way to eliminating toxic friendships and bolstering your birthright of community. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Everything is up in flames, I said, oh, that I